Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Driveway Matinee. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome back. This is Tim, and I got JP riding shotgun. What a do, Tim, what a do. Hey, you know, it's just another lovely day out here on the driveway. Another balmy day in this here. Uh, another hot one. Peacock Trail of ours. Yes, yes, yes. Hot, no wind today sun is shining no shade except for where we're at and again we're the only ones out here (laughs) yeah it's becoming a regular i mean Uh, i think the heat is going to keep everybody inside for sure yeah so so how was your week week was pretty good it's warm you know hydrated you know yep saw uh interesting video uh Got passed around from some fellow uh, workers of mine of a of a fellow worker out in Arizona who uh, was actually caught on the person's uh, ring camera, uh, fell down a dehydration, passed oh, out, man. you know. So I was like, trying to tell people out there, man, you got to stay hydrated, man. Everybody's got cameras. Everybody's watching what you're doing, and unfortunately, when in that instance, it it may have helped them. So yeah, they they can find them. But yeah, you got to stay hydrated. It's uh, and we, we talked about this on the last episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, but it's not slacking up. We're in the heat of it. We're in the battle. Yeah, it, 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 it's gonna only get a little warmer. But you know, I th- last week went fairly quick. It was a fast week for me. Yeah, yeah, me too. So looking forward to going on vacation. Got a vacation coming up. Oh, good. Some time with the fam. Gonna hit the coast. But don't worry, driveway <laughs> man. They will go on exactly. <laughs> it will never know, on. folks. It may come out from the coast. Never know. Never, never know, know what driveway will be at or what roadway. Ocean breeze. Ocean yep. breeze. But uh, nah, it was a good week. So looking forward to, uh, like I said, a little vacation time coming up. A little R and R. Get away from the the grind of the work. Yeah, it's like be a nice little recharge for you. Yep. So, I know you guys are wanting to get a recharge too. Yeah, eventually, eventually going, we'll get a recharge. You got a lot going on with the fam, you know. Taking care of parents. Yeah. And you know, it's a challenge, you know, but you know, it's something we do every day, with no questions asked. You know, it's like when you get up in the morning, you put your boots on, you you lace them up, and you go. It's a responsibility, you know. It's yeah. uh, it's the responsible thing to do is, as as we get older, is it's kind of like, you know how people say pay it forward, right? Right. Well, it's kind of like we're paying it back because you got to look out for your parents. I you feel know? like, you know, with the parents and, and in-laws and stuff like that, I feel we are blessed because we are able to take care of them yep. like they took care of us like they they did their job in raising us to be responsible human beings yep and individuals so that if the time needed for us to return the favor or pay it forward or however whatever phrase you want to use we were like we just stepped right up into it and and like it was no big thing we're like okay this yeah. is the next thing we got to do yeah i talked to my mom today she had actually had surgery this week 
Uh, she's 80 years young, but they put her under the knife. Went in and repaired some disc in her neck, carpal tunnel in her right hand. Surgery went okay? Surgery went fine. She's I talked to her. She was, you know, had some medication in her. <laughs> <laughs> she was feeling all right. But uh, I told her she was like a bionic woman now. She's had her knees replaced. She's had carpal tunnel done in both arms. She's, uh, you know, shoulder surgeries, right. neck surgeries. I was like, you know, you're you're like a bionic person. They just bolt you back together and off you go. Yes, you know. Should be they, down, some of, some be of down they, for a little while. They, they take a lick of it. They, they keep on ticking. Yeah, she, she built back when Timex was built, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they used to say about that watch. Yep. I don't know. <laughs> young folks may not know anything about that today. Oh, no. <laughs> may not even know what a watch is. <laughs> so what else exciting happened uh, yesterday? Oh, uh, I took a little road trip down and picked up the nephews, and uh, I have a fellow friend who's a, Corvette enthusiast. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I picked up the nephews and took them out to a little town just east of us called Bastrop. They had their annual Corvette convention out there. Oh, nice. So it was nice to go out, you know, see a friend that I work with and a couple hundred other vets out there. I mean, you know, every year, model, you can think of color, style, whatever you could do to it. It was, it was done to it, yeah. yeah. So. Well, that's good because that's probably the first time in, I don't know, two, three years they've they probably had that show, huh? Well, that one, well. Did they do it last year? It's, supposedly it was their ninth one. Now, I don't know if they did it last year because, yeah. you know, with COVID and all but they do it every year, supposedly, uh, when I talked to one of the guys who's come up from, uh, he is from Orange, Texas, he said. And he goes, yeah, we come out every year no matter what. He goes, we're not trailer queens. We drive it. And they drove out here. And him and his, uh. His son, and uh, he was like 70 years young, and they drove out, and, you know, nice nice gentleman, talked to them for a little while, and they're really big Deadpool fans, so they had their car kind of all decked out like Deadpool. Yeah. And, you know, the nephew got to take a picture in his car and stuff like that, and it was good, you know, getting some people out and all generations of cars. You know, I was thinking about that when we were out there. So, like, if you – didn't have, say, an older grandpa or something like that that was in the cars, like if you didn't run around it, you wouldn't be interested in it. You could see, like, you saw so many different generations out there. Like, yeah, you yeah. see the, the grandpas out there, and they're like, well, I'm here because my grandpa was, like, in the whatever vets or, you know, old school cars. And so the little ones, like, they get interested into it. And then their kids, you know, well, my dad had always wanted a whatever in the garage. And so I started, like – Liking them too, and you know, it's like you got to keep passing it on to keep that younger generation interested and involved in it. Yeah, it's like and it's a, pretty cool to see. It's like any other hobby, I guess. You know, if 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 you're into it and you try to pass it down, and it just keeps keeps just going. keeps growing. Yeah. yeah. If the if the enthusiasm's there now, yeah, that's pretty cool though. I saw some pictures on on social media. Um, I mean, they had '60s vets all the way up to yeah today's vet and uh that's always cool to see when you get that single make manufactured car all the way from beginning to now right and, and, that, and there was i mean literally yeah, literally from the beginning all the way to nowadays is to see 
the body style changes, the 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 technology, because some of them older cars, the technology, because they had it was there. What was it? What was the first year of the vet? 50, 50, 50, 50. I can't tell you the exact, but it was fifties. Yeah, it's fifties, whatever. But to see that, and then literally walk right across the parking lot and see a twenty twenty three was out there. Oh, and wow. so you're just seeing like the, the rear, the rear <laughs> you're seeing engine bit technology that was previous non-existent yeah. <laughs> to, you know, now. And then, and to see them right beside each other, like actually see it, you know, it's actually pretty cool. But yeah. you know, the best part of the show for me was, and me and my nephew actually got a kick out of it. Well, especially when you're at an event where it's all the same mate. Yeah. The best part for us was walking around and seeing how many different personalized plates there were. Oh, because yeah, yeah. you know you see so many, and you can see the person's personality and a plate. Yep. You know, and then you're just trying to figure out what does it say. You know, what is he? What was he thinking when he came up with that plate? So that was pretty fun, just walking around and you know seeing how many different personalized plates we saw. And even when they group them in age, because <clears throat> I'm sure they had them grouped like all the '50 models, all the '60s, mm-hmm. the '70s. It. it even side by side, the same year model, or within a year or two, the difference that one person puts into it than another. Yep. Some people like to keep it as original as possible. Right. And then some people are into the mods where they yep. modify it. But it's the unique personalities that you see of each individual is in their car. Like you said, their plates, all the way down to their plates, but it, it's the whole vehicle too. Right. And yeah. then, which was, and then, you know, <clears throat> depending on who, ever own the vehicle like say if it was like obviously if it was like somebody in their 70s doing it yeah, yeah. he had it you know an older one because that's what he remembered as a kid and he was able finally to get that purchase that one and you had like a you know a little younger guy with the newer ones but i saw a lot of them out there who um had done their cars like like in their profession so i saw one that was actually the guy was a flight for life uh, paramedic. Oh, yeah, so yeah. his whole car was dedicated to the flight for life paramedics uh, people. His plate, yeah. um, the decorations on it. A few out there uh, were for the fallen heroes of the thin blue line. Yep. Um, and he had, you know, patches from every law enforcement in Texas. Wow. You know, so. I think you have a lot of military pilots that are vet owners. There, there were a lot of them out there that had that, um, uh, what do you call it, aeros- not aerospace, uh, Their that theme yeah, yeah. Of, 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 a, of a jet fighter kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, like, you see it, you know, in the movies, but being, you know, former military, we know that, you know, like the Navy pilots, even Marine and Army pilots, mm-hmm. they're all in the Air Force as well. Um it's like as soon as they graduate pilot school, that's the first thing they go get. <laughs> <laughs> the need for it's speed. The, it's that status, I guess, um, is they joined that flying club, and now they got to have the vet to go with it. And, uh, But, yeah, so I, I would presume a lot of them are veterans or they're maybe still somewhat active, maybe in the reserves or something. Right. Um, that were out there and displaying their their pride and joy is their vets. Yeah, I mean, I'm partial to the 
you know, the seventies stingray model, you know, like the seventy. The one that actually looks like a yeah, shark. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, that that body style to me was like the the tough muscle car. You know, it was in the height of the muscle car era, I guess. Yeah. It's so Yeah. And then I like telling my age probably <laughs> more of like the fifty style, and it's and then for some people, they some people say that's they're too soft. That was too rounded, but it was just. Well, no, that was, that's classic I, though. That you know, see, I like that classic look, you know, because yeah. probably because I like you know the fifties, you know, Mercury's and stuff like that. So I like those those big rounded edges, but yep. it's cool to just see like just the whole evolution of their that Corvette tree in one spot. Yeah, I mean, you could just walk along and see how. You could tell how certain designers are coming in and they're changing it up and the lines are getting crisper and harder and yeah, obviously the speed. And then for a while there, I think in the 90s, they kind of went flat. As far as like the design? Yeah, they yeah. just kind of were, were, you know, just, I think they just kind of went, they they went flat. And when I say flat, it's like they, they lost some of their flair. I feel like because some of those 90 models vets to me weren't as showy or flashy as a vet should have been. Right. Cause yeah. like now the new body style, I mean, that thing is like, that's awesome. Yeah. It's it. The new one's like, uh, it's a head turn. I mean, yeah. it, it, it does, can it, be confused as more of an exotic looking car compared, yeah. to, but like I said, it does what the, early models car do when you see it drive down the road you turn around yeah <laughs> was that a was that a 62 vet <laughs> right yeah you know yeah so no, good times cool. like i said so the nephew you know spending time to the nephews you know because like i said the one nephew that was with us he will be leaving us here mid-august to go join our military services yep so wanted to you know hang out with him you know maybe he'll get him a vet Maybe, maybe yeah. you know, if he gets and goes to the flight school, <laughs> I, you don't have to go to flight school to get a vet when you're in the military. But a lot of pilots have them, right? You know, and uh, yeah, that's good though. And you know, we did a uh, graduation party over the weekend for a neighbor. Their yeah. their son graduated, so you know, showing unity in the neighborhood and stuff like that. We we went over there. And they're good friends of ours, so. Went yeah, over there. I showed up towards the end of it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, and I, I sat down with him for a minute and was like, so what's next on your chapter, you know? He's going to take a trip to Peru. Oh, cool. Like gonna, a missionary kind of thing? Kind of like that. He's going to go down there and teach uh, kids how to speak English. Huh. And, he, and he's going to learn Spanish. So I think it's going to it's a trade-off. And he's going to go down there and help do some construction and stuff like that. So it's kind of almost a, like a paying it forward kind of thing yeah. and learning something at the same time too. Yeah, so it's kind of a a good deed, goodwill trip for him. Gives him an opportunity, to, you know. I guess school is, you know, he's burnt out after twelve years of school, <laughs> <laughs> like we all were at yeah, one point. At some point, you know, everybody gets that get that burned, burned out. out. Yeah, and so I think, you know, not everybody chooses to go, you know, to to college or to the military or, or something. And I think, you know, they, they have their own plan and that's good because, um, he'll get to see different 
surroundings and atmospheres and cultures and stuff like that. And it when you when you leave and you immerse yourself into another culture like that, you you really appreciate what we have here. That's you, and it was it's gonna um, it's gonna embolden his character because yep. it's gonna bring out something in him that he may see it. He may find his true calling. Yeah, he might. Because, you know, going to college, for everybody, they, they don't really know. They know kind of what they want to do in college, but, they you know, they don't really know. And, you know, we all hear the stories. And college, man, just seems like it's one, one big party. That's what they really talk about, right? Yeah, they get their work done. But for the most part. It's, it's one big party. It's one big party. And it's an expensive one. <clears throat> And it depending on what college and what city you're in, yeah, you know. And I, I feel like, you know, that and this was a conversation we were having there yesterday is I don't feel like college is, and maybe I'm wrong, I don't know, is as important nowadays as it seemed like it was 20 years ago. You know, 20 years ago when we were raising our kids, you know, college was like you had to go to college to get a job. Right now, uh, the roles the the roles I believe have flipped. I think so because now entrepreneurism seems to be at an all time forefront, all time high. Mm-hmm. You know, where you got people able to do food trucks and start up their landscaping business, and they want that freedom. Right. You know, and so, and I've 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 noticed. They've gotten pretty big, you know, won't say the name of the company, but I've noticed this one company, and I actually ran into one of the workers that asked, I go, is your boss as crazy, you know, as he is on the on the commercials like he is? And then they, they said, actually, he is, you know, and I was like, that's cool, you know. It's not just a he's, gimmick He's form. true to himself. <clears throat> right. Yeah. But that company, you know, of a – that I, I ran into, whatever, he started it because he was doing a trade, but he saw a void as far as, you know, we've all been there where you don't feel like as a, as a customer, you're getting the service that you're paying for. Yeah. And so he, he saw that I could do this job and give the service that is to be rendered for, you know, what people are paying for, you know. Right. Right. And so he started and it's, it's, it's growing since, you know, I don't know how many years, just a couple of years, you know, it's been yeah. on his own, but it's like that entrepreneurial spirit is like going, you know, and that, that wasn't a college thing. I was just like, he, he saw a void and, and he filled it. Yeah. So, you know, and I've always said that college isn't a guarantee for everything. No, it, it opens some doors, that but, but you still have to put in the work. You got to show the responsibility and you you still gotta you gotta do it right it, so it's not a guarantee so but you know so i wish i wish him well in his travels down there because i think he's gonna do good things he's a he's a really good kid right and i think he's gonna learn a lot and he's gonna teach a lot and and he and his parents you know he's got good parents his parents yeah, you yeah. know that they've shown him what it takes to be successful right. as far as, you know. And and they're not the really pushing the college on them. 
No. You know, they're not, they're not saying, hey, you have to go to college because they're allowing him to take this time to, to do this. And they're, they're both highly college educated. Correct. You know, so um, maybe they understand or they feel like maybe they missed out on something and they want him to experience that. Right. I don't know. So, but, you know, not everybody goes the traditional route of just staying in school because, I mean, I, I joined the military because I knew there was no opportunity where I was at. And school, college wasn't an option. You know, 30-some-odd years ago, unless you had money, they didn't really talk about grants and, and loans for college. No one, no one sat me down and said, Right, like you, if, you're, you if could, your you could family go. Didn't, wasn't already, like, motivated to send into you? Into yes. that? Or like, like, oh... Well, your dad did this, and your, dad, and your or your older brother did this. So you're yeah. like, oh, well, that's guess that's what you do. Yeah, no, you I know? was I was suitcase, and <laughs> 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 you better go get a job. I mean, I already had jobs, so right. You know, I knew that, but I wanted to serve the country. Same here, and like you know. I said, my my father was at the time still in the service. Yeah, um, my younger brother. He went in before I did. Um, I was a couple of years, like uh, maybe two years after him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I thought about it. And I was like, you know, it's what I want to do. It's not like somebody, I didn't have any other thing to do, but it's like, I actually wanted to serve. It was a pride thing. Yeah. It, I mean, I had pride in serving for our country because to me that, that freedom I wanted I wanted to like almost pay something back by by serving. Um so it wasn't I mean yes there was an ulterior motive to to remove myself from where I was. Right. I mean it was I mean because it was, was a no way opportunity. you wanted to, yeah. to serve you but wanted it to was it was a way for you too depending on where you're from to get out of your small yeah. town. Yeah. Cuz you know there's more out in the world to see. Yeah. And so, but you know what I mean? There was, there was this, this pride of, I wanted, I wanted to do it. It, To me, it was maybe because there was generations in my family before me that had also done it. And they're almost like a legacy thing, right? Right. And so I'm wondering, do you, you know, because we hear from people that, that we know that have all served in the military it's changed and we've talked about this right where you know you you could basically i think you could basically quit now if you didn't like it like a job right (laughs) you know they give you a hard time i'm sure but i think you can figure a way out it was a lot harder back when we were in i mean they they pretty much you signed the dotted line that the old saying was uncle sam owns you now yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, that was the yeah. saying. Yeah, and wherever <clears throat> he said go, you went. No questions asked. No, no nothing. Oh, no. Nope. And if you didn't like it, you, you knew you had time, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you had to make the best of it. So I'm wondering how many young kids are. Yeah, how they feel about actually the service now, the military. Right. You know, right. do they do they feel like 
it's an obligation for them or is it, it's a service that they want to do? Well, you, well, you know, the atmosphere out in the country, and I can't speak for the entire country, but just, you know, seeing what I see on the news and everything is, you know, especially with the police, right? You got so many people that are against the police. And, and believe me, there's bad apples in everything we do, right? And so do they feel the same way about the military? And is that, are the numbers down in people wanting to join the military? And in having a conversation earlier with my brother, who's still in the military, he says the numbers are down. He says he does not see the attrition rate like it used to be. Yeah. You know, they, they, they don't, it's not as much value in it like it used to be. Hmm. I mean, freedom. I mean, you can't put a price on that. That that's pretty valuable. <laughs> Although some people do and try we, to put a price on, and it, we have to defend that. And I think a lot of people may get government and military confused. I mean, believe me, I don't like everything the government does. No, but if not for our military, I mean, what would happen? I mean, we see what's going on in Ukraine over there, right? Right. They didn't have, I don't think they had much of a military. I mean, I'm not a history scholar or anything like that, but for another country just to walk in there across your border and kind of take over, and that's pretty much what happened. Right, because they're, you know, they're, they've been so-called, supposedly even in war there are rules yeah. to war. But they're not following the rules like they should be. And, and I know it sounds funny to say it, rules in war, but believe it or not, there are some kind of rules to war. But I just feel like the the more young kids that I talk to that are graduating high school, they're either talking about going on to college or taking some time off. And service is not something that, that comes up. And if you ask them, have you thought about the, Join the military? <laughs> no, not at all. That that's a little. I don't know. To me, that that's worrisome. That they're not even thinking about it. Because who's going to defend? Who's going to defend it for us? You know, it's it's almost like you know you can see in any industry right now, where. I mean, just pick your industry. Um, our our baby boomers are are. are are, are are dying off because they're just getting older. Yep. And in every industry, you know, the torch is being passed. But sometimes there isn't anybody to pass that torch to. Right. Because the people aren't coming into those industries. And I feel like law enforcement's kind of in that same boat yep. where, you know, it's not um, popular to be a police officer because, right. you know, protect and serve their motto, Right. Believe me, <laughs> with everything that's gone on, yes, it's it's twisted, right? Right. And the the trust is is at its all time low. But without law enforcement, it's chaos. Right. Without some law and order, it's it, it would be complete chaos. So, at some point, which is why we like we need our military, as far as like you know, yeah. Our our 
borders of the United States. Yeah. I mean, it all has to get protected. And if people aren't willing to to join, where, where does that leave us in the next 10, 15 years? Maybe it, maybe it shifts again. Maybe we're just in a lull. You know, yeah, I, you know, and then, you know, they say they're, they're trying all kind of, uh, all of them, they are trying all kind of tactics right now to get recruiting up, you know, like incentives. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, I knew when I joined, there was a $10,000 sign on bonus. <laughs> they didn't tell you, you had to like jump <laughs> through some hoops and stay a while. <laughs> I mean, but I wasn't going anywhere. So, um, you know, eventually you get it, <laughs> but it's eventually. not like they hand it to you as soon as you sign the paper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Matter of fact, it's the opposite. <laughs> they put you in debt first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and they're now slowly get that 10000 back. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, but for the ones that are going, you know, that are that have graduated high school and are, are looking at going to – basic training in the next couple of months i mean i wish them all the best yeah and you know just i would i would tell them is to enjoy it yeah as as crazy as that sounds well you know even with my my nephew i was talking to him yesterday and you know he and i said you know now you're you're gonna be shipping off here in you know about a month or so and it's like you know I can tell you, for me, because my brother went in, like I said, two years before me, and I've had friends who were military, yeah. you know, which is another reason why I had to join between my dad already in the military and friends in it. You know, I wanted to do it, but they told me. Well, you grew up surrounded in it. Yeah. Right. They told me, <laughs> don't wait to get in shape <laughs> to go to basic, you know. <laughs> so I remember going to basic ready to do whatever they were going to have me do. You know, I wanted to be, if anything, more prepared for that part of it than, yeah. you know, and then that's by having friends and like I said, all the different services that I had friends with that were in the different services. So it's like, they go, you don't want to be that guy. And it's like with anything, it's almost like any sport you play or any club you join, you don't want to be the one who's like, you know, late to the party. Exactly. <laughs> Cause you don't want to get singled out, you know, Oh, they're going to single you out anyway. Yeah. But you know, at least if you were, <laughs> if you had some knowledge of the game, you, you kind of, <laughs> yeah. So, so I told him, you know, just, you know, <laughs> even just like now, uh, I told him, I go, if you can't do anything right now, work on getting up early. Just, <laughs> you know, just, <laughs> I go, cause Oh, they gonna get you up. You got no choice. <laughs> no choice. There, there's a lot of things you're not so, gonna have a choice in. So if you're not if you're not somebody who likes to get up, you know, just work on just getting up in the morning. Don't yeah. have mom be the one to wake you up. Yeah, I mean it's. I, I I would say just have fun, enjoy it because it's like anything else that that you're gonna do, especially at that age when you're walking into something. You you don't know what you're fixing to get into. No, and but if you pay attention, do what they tell you to do, you can enjoy it. You know, it, it, is it easy? No, it's, but it's, it's life changing and it's, it's something you'll look back on and, and be proud of. 
Yeah, I mean, because like I you, you could, you know, let's just take my brother for example. Um, he's coming up on what is it, thirty four years now, whatever. Yeah. So let's look at him and base training. They didn't make him to the point where he finished base training. Like, man, I can't wait to get out of here. He actually loved it enough and had enough fun doing it that he chose it as a career. Yeah. And that's what we want. People like him, leaders, to yeah. to get in there and, and you know. He's in the top. He's in, like, the one percentile, though. Right. I mean, the majority will spend their probably their four first years. four to six years, and then they'll process out. You know, they'll feel stagnant or they'll feel like there's no advancement. But it all depends on what you put into it. It all right. depends on your job field. Mm-hmm. You know, if you go into something that's a crowded job field, yeah, the advancement may not be there because you got so many other people that are doing it. And the likeliness of them to get out is pretty the same chances of you. But then that's when that older mentor door, because that could just be like what your job now, whatever you're doing. But I don't think you go into it saying, this is going to be my career. No, I no, I don't know anybody who's I personally think, doesn't know anybody who's gone into it saying that like, I'm staying for it. twenty. Yeah, I think they've gone into it because, you know, they wanted they wanted to leave where they were at, right, for no opportunity, and gain some experience. Gain some experience, but is that are they now looking at it because they they offer so much more now than I think they did when even when we went in? Are they doing it? just so they go to school and get it paid for. You know, what, what is the reason people are doing it now? I, I did it because I felt prideful. I was even more prideful when I finished basic training and got moved on to my way, you know. Right. I, I was proud at what I had accomplished because, you know, you hear it. When you sign up, right, everybody's going to tease you or tell you, oh, man, they're going to have you scrubbing the bathroom floor with a toothbrush. Right. You ain't going to make it, all this, that, and the other. Yeah, there's always naysayers, right? Yep. And none of that really happens. <laughs> <laughs> you do scrub some toilets. <laughs> Not with your toothbrush. <laughs> At least I didn't. I, I was going to use that toothbrush. For some, my teeth, not something else. <laughs> and yeah. I, 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 I use my buddy's toothbrush before I use my own. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want to tell. We don't want you to tell you. Like, you won't scrub no toilets. Like, hey, I'm here to tell you, you're gonna scrub some toilets. <laughs> you're gonna clean every inch of those barracks. You're gonna clean, and you're gonna highly shine. You're gonna fold and make a bed more times than you mm-hmm. you care to remember. Yeah. And if you think you can sleep on top of it, <laughs> think again. Because <laughs> they will tear it up. Yep. If they don't like one crease, that bed gets stripped and piled in the middle of the floor with all thirty others. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it would be interesting to just you know do a little poll, take a little mindset of what people are thinking. The young, yeah. what our young ones are thinking now, as far as you know. I said the one gentleman we you said uh, thinking of going over to Peru or whatever. Yeah. Um. And we actually, you know, you're you got a nephew, and I got a nephew that are going into military. So we're, there, you know, that's two different directions, but of the, the two kids there. But you know, and my nephew, he's doing it 
and and he'll tell you he's doing it because he wants a career in law enforcement. You know, he wants, but he wants law enforcement on the federal level. So this is a good step forward to that. He might get in and, and do his six years and, you know, and exit out and go into law enforcement or who knows in six years, he could decide to stay another six and he right. could, he could end up it's doing his, 20 his, or 30 his, years. His in the path military. may change multiple times. Desire may change as far as what he thought he wanted. And, sure. he, and he's, he realizes, you know, he may be having more fun doing this or seeing a, 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 a different opportunity for him, a door opening for him. And then, you know, going that way with it. I, I think mean. everybody at 18 versus 25, I mean, I think you change multiple times in that oh, time yeah. frame. Even kids that are in college, they, they change their mind multiple times between those ages. Yeah. Because it's like, this is what I thought I wanted to do at 18, but now that I'm 22 or 24, right? I want to do something else. So they change their major or they drop out of school or, or they finish and never use it. Right. Same way with the military. I mean, you can. And they, these, these young men and women may end up finding their significant others while they're in there. And that will change your, 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 your your direction of where you're going to do and go. Yeah. Cause I don't, uh, it's hard for both of you to stay in that. I mean, I'm sure there's been soldiers that have done it. Right. But it's very difficult to have a family, especially in the recent times that we've had where deployment, you know, is higher. You're going to, you know, everybody here in the last 10 years, we, your deployment overseas is guaranteed. Right. Much, yep. And, and there's some hot zones out there and that's hard decision to, to, to say, I'm going to raise a family knowing that you're both at risk of going. Right. Now, I think there's some rules and governments yeah. in the, in the policies that they can't. Right. They it's can't almost like if both. there's only two children or something like that, yeah. if you, yeah, yeah, they won't send both sons. Both, but. Yeah. But, um, I'm sure there's been some, you know, and even the single parents that are in the military and raising a family, it's difficult for them. Because if they get shipped out, I mean, just because they have kids, they got to go. Yeah. But, yeah, it'd be interesting to see um, how many young kids are eager or as eager to go in as it was 20 years ago, 30 years ago, heck, 50 years ago, you know? Especially, you know, speaking of which, especially now, I mean, you're seeing – with the war going on in Ukraine against Russia. Yeah. You know, you know, you see that. And, you know, I wonder if, you know, you'd just be curious to see, you know, it's almost like being a fly on the wall in, in a in a room full of high school students, you know, having a discussion about, you know, just the current war going on. Like, how do you feel about that? If that was your country, would you, do you feel the, the need to, to take up arms to defend your own? Or do you just be like, well, somebody else will take care of that, you know? It just be a curious that's a conversation to that's have. an interesting point because you know we joined when it was peaceful you know there were some things probably going on in the world that they weren't really talking about on the news but for the most part we were we went in during like what the cold war era right when it was well, peaceful. I see when i went in some pretty much peaceful when i went in 
during my basic training, um, Desert Storm kicked off while I was in basic okay, training. So you went in a little later than I did. I yeah. went in. Reagan was in office. <laughs> Man, here we go. <laughs> here we go. And, um, you know, Cue the so music. <laughs> it, does it make the decision easier? Because, you know, in the last 15, 20 years, you know, there's been Afghanistan, Iraq, or, you know, and Kuwait, and all of that plays into a decision, especially for the parents to say, I don't want you to go because I'm afraid you'll go over there. And, and so, so there's, so there's got to be some influence there too. Okay, so that brings back to my, and I can go back to when I joined, because when I joined, Desert Storm, Rocky Freedom hadn't started. Right. There was, you know, talking the news that it's possible. Yeah. But, you know, I wanted to join. I still wanted to join. Um, my dad was in the service at the time, and I didn't have any of my parents try to talk me out of it, you know, because them being obviously right. Military. In military, not my mom, but my dad, they didn't, and they knew what I wanted to do. They weren't like, well, you know what could possibly get me to happen? Not, that conversation never came up. I was like, I want to serve my country, you know, and it was a possibility that we could go to war or whatever. There's always and a the, possibility. And yeah. the profession that I choose in the mil- chose in the military would have put me directly in that war. Yeah. Um, but I still did it. It's like, it's what I wanted to do. I wanted to serve my country. But it's, you know, so that, I mean, but that's interesting, though, because I think, especially in the mindset of today's young people, I think it does play a decision. Yeah, I bet it does. I mean, because we didn't have the technology, you know, when I went in, that they have now, and... No, they're they're actually seeing this war play out on their phones. Yeah, and so I didn't I have a phone. it has to have some kind of influence on them saying, you know, I don't want to, especially when you're that young, you don't see six years or even four years seems like an eternity, right? Right. At at eighteen years old, and they don't want to give up their their quote freedom, right? Um. Of of doing what partying and working for ten dollars an hour? <laughs> That's some job that you you know it's just going to get you by to, to so you can go to a party on Friday night. But it, it it's got to make a decision. It's because think back in during Vietnam. I mean, there was a lot of a lot of the kids. I mean, they were being forced to go. Right. They were being drafted to go, and that was that that had to be tough. You know, knowing that you're going because they need you to fight. Your country needs yeah. you. I mean, I knew when I signed that there was always a possibility something was going to break out. You were going to be the first line of defense to go, right? But it wasn't reality until it happened. So, and for me, it it really never did because it was peacetime. Right. Like I said, there was things that went on in the world that wasn't full-scale war, but, you know, it really didn't make an effect on the, on the decision. 
I wanted to go because I thought it, there was honor in it. And I'm just wondering with the atmosphere of today, people, you know, down on the government, down on police, and is it affecting our military? I believe, I would have to believe, yes, it is. Yeah. And then speaking with my brother who's still in and hearing the numbers and people's quotas and standards or whatever, their, their standards are down. Because you see the protesters out. You know, they're, yeah. they're, the majority of them are young. You know, and, but I don't know. That's a interesting, yeah, interesting take on. So if you stuff. got a take on it, hey, hit us up on our Instagram yep. at driveway matinee on Instagram and uh, shoot us a, a message. Or if you're going in the military, pop a picture on our Instagram, share. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Definitely, yeah. we'll that'd be up. actually really cool, you know. If, you've, yeah. uh, if you're going to military, you know, not only just military, like say you're going to any of our services, where you're a first responder, yeah, you know, joining your local fire department, EMS, police, police, police department, department, you know, if you'd like to share your um, graduation pictures with us, we'd we'd appreciate it. Yeah, you know, e- even your college graduations, because you know those too. are those are those are choices, you know. Once again, the freedom of your choices. That's right. <laughs> Everybody has a choice. Right. And whatever you chose to do, we're not trying to influence it. We just, no. you know, we're just, we're having a, a discussion. Right. Of and we appreciate, I mean, all these people are going to be our newest young leaders. Yeah. And listeners. <laughs> and we just got to take care of us, Tim, when we're old. You know, sipping soup in a bowl. <laughs> like, like we're taking care of our parents, right? Exactly. We hope our our next generation does the same for us. Exactly. You know, and, and step up and be responsible. And I think, for me, the military gave me a strong sense of responsibility. And yep. so, hopefully, our young generation finds something out there that instills that sense of responsibility in th- into them. What, yeah. No matter what it is. Because yeah. everything that everybody chooses to do has an integral part in our society. Yeah, and especially I can see that with my daughter being a first responder. Yeah. I mean, that's she's shown that as her way of giving back, yep. you know. And being, you know, a responsible adult. Right. Yep. So. All righty. Hey. Well, y'all, we're going to park this bad boy in the garage there, Tim. What do you say? Let's do it. All righty. Thank you for listening. And remember, new episodes drop every Monday at 7 a.m. 